When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how is the campaign trail? How is COVID? How is everything? Everything is, we're feeling so strong right now. We, you know, two months, we got less than two months until I win my second term on November 3rd. All votes after November 3rd won't count. And <laughs> Why is that? We, uh, people... well, it's called election day. It's not called election whenever we feel like it. So it's on the day. It's right there in the Constitution, election it's called a day. And, you know, so I'm feeling very upbeat, very positive. I think we have a great case. Sleepy Joe doesn't have the stamina. He's not fit for the job. He's not fit for the job to be president of the United our States. Country, our great okay. country, the United States. Now, have you started preparing for the debates? Is that something on your agenda or well, you're going to wing it? Well, I'm too busy doing great things for the country right now. So we'll get, we have some debate prep planned for later in the month. Uh, but we don't need much debate prep. I don't need to know the issues. And I know that Sleepy Joe will probably, uh, you know, probably fall. He might have a stroke. He might, you know, just his teeth will fall out and he'll trip. And it's, it's okay. <laughs> you think his teeth are going to fall out? I look, I, he's just, who knows what happens at that age? He's so old. Now, you, you're, you're on the campaign trail. You were recently in Las Vegas, and the governor told you- Close not- to Las Vegas. They call right. it Henderson, Nevada. That's, that's where, you know- Trump country. Great Trump. I mean, so strong in Trump country. Now, the governor told you not to do an indoor rally. You didn't listen. You did an indoor rally. Now, my question for you, last time you did an indoor rally was in Tulsa- and you took out Herman Cain. Who were you trying to take out in Las Vegas or Nevada? First of all, uh, Herbert Cain is alive. <laughs> he's doing well. He's tweeting. He's still his account is still tweeting. So he's I think doing that's his str- people who are tweeting for him. Well, whoever he's doing strongly, and <laughs> we weren't trying to take out anybody in Las Vegas. We love Las Vegas. Dana White was there. We have great love for the people of Henderson, Nevada, and uh, Las Vegas, and our great Nevada people. And you know, and you know what I call my, my African-American fans in Nevada? I call them Nevadas. And it's- do, uh, they, do they like that? With the hard R, they love it. And it's a beautiful thing. No, I wasn't trying to take out anybody in, uh, Except for Wayne Newton. I hope he's dead. 
a lot of people were not <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> why do why do you not like Wayne Newton? Well, no, he's he's not. I'm just a sort of uh, you know Trump humor. Okay. Uh, he's a good. I don't like his plastic surgery. I think he died years ago. But uh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know, it was just some Trump humor. Wayne knows I'm a strong fan. He's a he's a Vegas legend, like Dennis Hoff, who's not actually Vegas. He's Reno. We should do a rally at the Bunny Ranch. Would you attend that? Would I attend it? <laughs> you would speak at it, and you'd stay overnight. Oh, yes to all of them. And rest in peace, Dennis Hoff. He, he died doing what he loved, exploiting runaways. <laughs> he was like a combination of Rush Limbaugh and Jeff Epstein. He was a, a wonderful man, one of the great people. Wow. What a combination of a human being. No, and they were legal. You know, he he didn't have sort of the guts of Jeff Epstein to go, to toe the line legally, but you know he went with legal women. But I think in their hearts they were still broken runaways. You know, you ever heard the phrase "young at heart"? Yes. You know, I think he liked young at heart. He liked broken runaways who never sort of moved past trauma at nine years old. He was a, <laughs> he had the heart of an angel. What a gentleman, Dennis Off. <laughs> I called him my Vegas Epstein. He was just a, he was such a, such a warm guy, like a, like a teddy bear that you had to blow to get a job. He was just, just such a, such a, a gentle soul. <laughs> Sounds like a very gentle, very gentle man. No, I mean, he could be rough. He, you know, obviously you have to sometimes test the limits of your workforce and, to make sure, you know, so, but he was, he was tough, but firm. He was tough, but firm. Mr. President, how come you weren't encouraging people to wear masks? I don't understand. It's called what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. COVID in Vegas stays in Vegas. Okay. If you catch COVID anywhere near Vegas, as long as you don't tell anybody when you leave Vegas, it stays there. That's called Vegas science, okay? Mr. President, people are not wearing masks to the point now there are protests around the country to not wear a mask. I don't know if you've seen these videos. Have you seen any of the videos on Twitter? I'm sure you've I saw one in Utah, the great state of Utah, where, you know, I thought a woman made a very strong point. She said when George Floyd said, I can't breathe... Everybody got all upset. Everybody said, oh, you can't breathe. We got to do something. And I agree. I agree, by the way. Not racist. I agree. I totally thought it was wrong what happened to George Floyd. I, you know. And also a woman said that pedophiles like to wear the mask. Excuse me. Excuse me. You weren't giving me credit. I said what happened to George Floyd was totally wrong. Totally not racist. I'm very proud of you for thinking that finally. Well, you know, you could have, you could have. He could have, I mean, he was very big. It's not, you know, he could have maybe not lifted so many weights. It might have helped. But, you know, because when a cop sees a guy who's very muscular, he's going to think he's more of a threat. But I, I don't want to get into that. You I think, think the would, muscles had something to do with it or the color of his skin? I think the color of his muscles. <laughs> but you're missing the point. I think it was a tragedy, an absolute tragedy, what happened to George Floyd. But... 
There shouldn't be a butt in there. There should no, no, but he said I can't breathe, and we respect that. And now if fat Christian white women who eat Twinkies for breakfast and feed their kids high C as a nutritional beverage <laughs> are nervous about their breathing, that's just as important. We need to respect that breathing as well. White, obese, white breaths matter, okay? I said it here. I'm taking the stand. It's a strong stand. Very strong. But Mr. President, by you not, you know, by not wearing a mask, that's how COVID is spread, right? Uh, some people think that. How do but you it's think in it's the spread? Air. It, it gets in the air. You know, once it's in the air, it can, it's like a, it flies, okay? It's sort <laughs> of like Batman just kind of soaring through the air and then it, you know, it, it sees you and it might go after you. It's very tough. So you, you think COVID has just dropped into the air and it just floats around. It comes from a person. Someone breathes it out and it comes from either air particles or spit particles and it, it goes into the air and then people breathe it in and that's how you get COVID without a mask. If you're wearing a mask, you're protecting the person across from you. And that's why Ivanka never spits. That's... <laughs> Because she cares about her fellow man. She cares about people not getting sick. Oh, you know, and it, it's not very ladylike to, to spit, you know. Are you going to attend any of these anti-mask protests? If you're in a city that they're having one in, would you attend? Of course. Why? Because... I think the masks, it's a freedom issue. It's a freedom issue, and I respect our great speech. It's dividing the country. It's not really a freedom issue. See, that's how everything is twisted now to a freedom issue. But if you notice, when people wear masks around other people, no one gets sick. It's the idiots who are not wearing masks. They're all going to, like, I guarantee at this anti-mask protest, so many people are going to get COVID by not wearing a mask. And because they're spitting. And Ivanka doesn't spit. <laughs> no, I understand Ivanka doesn't spit. I understand that. You can stop bragging about that, okay? That's I understand. Not a, it's not a brag. I'm just saying, you know, you ever see somebody walking down the street and they like they got the, the tobacco and they spit? It's gross. When she chews tobacco, she doesn't spit. She, she dips? I didn't know Ivanka dips. Well, we've all got our vices. I love my McDonald's. Ivanka, you know... Is it chewing tobacco or she packs it in her lip? She packs it in her lip. <laughs> if anyone could Photoshop Victory Ivanka with dip in her lip, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to see dick in her lip for sure. I said dip, dip. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> I don't think you said what I said. No, I'm pretty. I don't know what you think I said, but I don't know why I would say what you think I said. It's my daughter. I was listening to you. I heard what you said. Not closely enough, okay? Not enough strong listening. <laughs> okay. I don't think you should attend any of the anti-mask no, protests. No, it's more she keeps it in her cheek, the dick in her cheek, you know, like a baseball player. <laughs> I don't think you put dip in your cheek. You put dip in your lip. No, I said dick. <laughs>
Remember, I have the security cameras. I see what goes on in a room with very weak Jared Kushner. <laughs> oh, Mr. President. So I, it's just important. I don't know if you're a father, but it's important to be strong with, with your kids and attentive and, and, you know, just pay attention. Free parenting advice for our listeners. Well, I don't. Do you really think people should be listening to you for parenting advice when you sometimes you don't realize you have children and you don't know their names? I know what Ivanka does with her dip. Okay. <laughs> That's a level of parenting that is so strong and so attentive. It's called attentive. You don't think that's unattractive when a woman uh, dips? Let me tell you something. The more nasty things a woman puts in her mouth, the more turned on I am. I was, I was once in Russia. Tell me. And I saw this prostitute literally drink a glass of urine and broken glass. <laughs> and I said, I pick her. Thank you. <laughs> she drank shards of glass. That's, that's amazing. With urine, with urine. <laughs> you know, that's, it's just telling you it just sends a strong message to the client that I am game. You are getting premium, you know, premium services. If you, you know, ask for me. I mean, that's, you're impressed with the urine part. I'm impressed that she swallowed shards of glass. I mean, no, that's no, I'm equally, more... I'm equally impressed. I'm <sighs> equally impressed. That's a, you know, so that's, that's all I'm saying is that, you know, you have to, you have to look, you know, you have to have a strong stomach for the world that I live in. And you have to be able to look at certain people and say, on first glance, that might seem like a terrible thing, but then you realize it says something about the person's character. Mr. President, speaking of Ivanka dipping, baseball season is here. We have basketball playoffs. We have football that just started, hockey playoffs, MLS, UFC, golf, we have every sport going on at the same time. I think this is the first time ever in sports, and that's why you should go to betonline.ag. The wait is finally over. This past week, football started. Mr. President, did you check in any games this past weekend? I looked to see how Tom Brady was doing, and it turns out uh, he looks like a black wearing silly suits now. <laughs> when I looked at Bill Belichick, I said, when did Tom Brady become a black with goofy suits? So I stopped watching. Tom Brady is not on the Patriots anymore. That is Cam Newton. Tom Brady is on the well, that's Tampa a pretty, Bay Buccaneers. That's an even, honestly, that's sort of an even a wider name than Tom Brady. Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam he, sounds Newton. Like he, he sounds like he does yachting. Well, he doesn't. And let me tell you, Mr. President, you might not be at a game this year but you can bet on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. A lot of today's in there, huh? 
Bet Online, your online sports book experts. That's where I go to make my football bets. So you should check it out. BetOnline.ag. You know what? I wish they had had that when I was picking out Russian prostitutes. BetOnline.ag. I would have. I, I probably would have lost money. I would have said, "There's no way she's going to drink that whole glass of glass." <laughs> And she did. She covered, you would have lost that bet. She covered the spread, and then she spread. <laughs> and it was that's what I call a fun Tuesday night in Moscow. <laughs> Mr. President, you were in, you met with people in California today about the wildfires, and um, you were talking about climate change. Can you please uh, tell us your thoughts on climate change right now with the wildfires? Well, it's going to get cold soon. It's going to get cold, and you know that's how the weather is. And climate change is—I still think it's a nasty thing that the Chinese did to try and hurt our industry. What I told the people is that why is it always industry? Industry. Industry. Well, you know what—that's your pronunciation, and I pronounce it. Uh, in a different, stronger way. Okay. So industry is doing well under me because we cut down the regulations. China wants us to do total destruction of our industry and climate change is a hoax. What they need to do in California is they need to go and take some of their many, they have many Mexicans in California, maybe the most in the country. Take all those Mexicans give them leaf blowers and rakes, send them into the forests, preferably while they're still on fire, but even if not, <laughs> and rake, rake the leaves and blow them, because that's what happens. The leaves and dead trees just sit there, and then they just burst into flames. They explode and light everything on fire. So you don't think the lack of rain in California has anything to do with making everything very Nobody dry? Wants, who wants rain? Nobody you wants need rain. rain. You need rain for plants to grow. You no, need rain you know, for the soil. It's still a controversial. There's some people who think rain is not so not as important. And you know, do we're you, looking into it. Do you it. think rain is not important? No, I think rain. You know, it's. You don't like it. You don't like, you know, when you look outside and it's raining, you go, that sucks. I hate rain. But, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you see a homeless guy on the street and you're hoping that it'll rain on him. But and I then heard... the rain comes and you sort of laugh and you go, okay, well, that's sort of nice. I like seeing that. He's, you know, now he's, now he's, you know, smells like a wet dog full of <laughs> feces. <laughs> I know you're very emotional about the homeless and you're really trying to take care of that problem, Mr. President. Well, you know, you see, it's like God said, here's a shower for the homeless. And so you see that and you go, that's nice. That's nice that God did that. But after Do you think that, rain is a homeless shower? You could, you could say that. I would agree with you if you said that. So rain is a homeless shower. Now, I find it strange that you are that hating sound, on... That sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song, <laughs> that failure. 
Rain is a homeless shower. <laughs> Shut up, you're a millionaire. You don't work for the working people. I work for the working people. Mr. President, you, you're saying such your uh, disdain for rain, but isn't one of your favorite videos has rain in it? Well, we November rain, November rain, yeah. of course. You know, not racist. They have a black playing guitar in that video. Not racist. You think sl Slash? He's half he's Kushner, half he's half African American, half Kushner. Okay. You know, you know what we call that? Well, I'm I'm so curious. What do you call that? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> That's Maybe surprising. we should ask the listeners, what would you call a half Kushner, half black? <laughs> Tweet at Trumpod. A Bushner? Mm. A not joining my country club? <laughs> I think second one. <laughs> okay, we'll go that. Not joining my country club. <laughs> the climate change, Mr. President. These fires, uh, the melting ice caps... Um, the water levels rising. You don't think science has anything to do with all this? You think it's pr it's prayer? People aren't praying enough, and that's why the earth is falling apart. No, I think prayer is very important. I think it gives great comfort. Uh, but I think no, there's science. We have great science. We have strong science, actually. As you know, I know science better than basically anybody. So I think we're doing very strongly on science. And technology, by the way, you know, they often leave that out. A lot of people say, like, as a, as a phrase, science and technology. Right. So you left that out. But you don't leave it out. <laughs> you keep it in every time when someone says science to you. You just always have to say, and technology. Because it's sort of the official title. And I think we have to remember that. And I think with great technology, we'll be able to do so strongly against weather. I don't call it climate change. I call it weather. And, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. As long as we have strong economy and jobs, we'll be great. Are you saying we're going to go to war with weather? Is that what you're telling no, me? No, no, there's no need to fight weather. And believe me, weather knows not to fight us. <laughs> but, no, I'm just saying it's weather. I don't call it climate change. I call it weather. So it's just weather. Until the libs, until the Democrats got involved, it was always known as weather. It's called weather. No, there's both. Both exist. Weather and then climate change, meaning is the earth is changing at a rapid pace and where it's our fault. Uh, well, maybe it's your fault, but it's not my fault. But you're the one who believes in technology so much. Technology. Science and technology. See, now you're losing the first part. It's science and technology. technology. You got to have both. You got to have both. So strong. So important that we have both science and technology. A lot of the problems come from, I think, people leaving out one or the other. But you really angered a lot of people in California today, Mr. President. Well, most saying. of them are not Americans, they're Mexicans, and the rest of them are sort of Hollywood elites and pathetic people who are stupid. So, you know, that's why I'm president and they're not. Question for you. If California, for some reason, voted Republican and they were to the right, would you think that climate change and uh, 
would you think differently about these wildfires? No, 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 because, okay, that's, if they were strong Republicans, they would know, okay, they would know no climate change. So it's sort of those two things don't go together. So it's just weather. Okay, just weather it is. Mr. President, the fate of TikTok is in your hands. And I think today was the day that either TikTok was supposed to continue or you were going to end it in our country. September 20th. Oh, September 20th is the day that TikTok will die. Unless, well, there's uh, Oracle, the great company. Oracle is now the front runner to buy it. It looks like they're going to be able to buy it. A great company run by, by the way, a great Trump supporter. So if Unlike Oracle- Microsoft, who, who couldn't do it because Bill Gates was too busy trying to put vaccines in people to track them. Is that what you think is happening? Well, it's well documented among some very strong thinkers that he's putting, he wants to invent a vaccine for COVID so that he can track people and, you know, help out pedophile rings. It's very well documented. It's strong. There's strong evidence and we're looking into it. How, why do you have to look into it if there's strong evidence? Well, you've got to bring, excuse me, you've got to bring the, the case. It's called a case. You mm-hmm. have to bring the tough case to make the case. And right now we have a lot of pieces of evidence, but it's got to be put together and you got to see, you know, all the things that come together. Have you, are you a fan of TikTok at all? Well, let me tell you what I, let me tell you what I like about TikTok. Mm -hmm. I have an account. I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's sort of a secret account. And one of my favorite things to do when I go to a new city for one of my rallies or a visit, I go on TikTok and because of the videos I look at, I have a mm-hmm. very, you know, the, there's a for you category, which shows you all the things that you should like. And all I get every time is like young nurses doing <laughs> videos where they change into like hot clothes and then big breasted single moms. And that's all I get. That's my whole feed. So it must be one of your favorite websites. It's a great, it's a great, you know, it's, I don't like the security. That's why we're having an American company buy it. So we have stronger security. But I I think the content is great. And when I go to different cities, I pick out my favorite nurse and my favorite big breasted single mom. And I pay them. Can we go off the podcast record? Yes, we've been going on for a while. We're, We're off right now. And I pay them more money than they've ever seen. I mean, she's a nurse and the other one's like a single mom with nine tattoos and huge tits with the nipples kind of poking out in the TikTok <laughs> video. And I show them money, These floor, especially in Florida. I show them money they've never seen. I pull out a $100 bill. <laughs> and you should see the desperation on this, these sort of whore, white trash women. And they go, oh my God, I'd do anything for that, Mr. President. And then, you know, I call it TikTok. So it's, you know, we love the, let's go back on the record. We're we're back on the record. Okay. No, well, I like, I think it's a good app. I think it's got a lot of fun content. And I'm I'm excited about having an American company own it because even now we'll have strong security to go with the strong sort of wholesome, wholesome family content. Well, um, Hopefully TikTok stays. I know a lot of Americans use it. And um, I mean, I don't typically like it, but a lot of people do. 
No, I think it shows you how strong and smart our country has become that people, you know, millions of people doing the same 15 second dance mm -hmm. and then lonely single moms lip syncing like comedy acts and or Beyonce and movie lines. And, you know, I think it's all it's it shows that we are such a. There's so much talent in our country. There's so much genius and talent that we're not, we have to, we have to tap. We have to tap that potential. Okay. We're going to, our new energy source is going to be lip syncing and desperate single moms looking for attention. We're going to harness that energy. Okay. And just, and guys who didn't play sports, but now think they're fitness models looking for attention. We're going to take all that sort of strong TikTok stupidity and insecurity, and we're going to create a new form of energy. And it's going to, I think it's going to change the world. Well, I think TikTok sounds great. Really uh, does. TikTok, tick, that was, uh, excuse me, take that Sorry. off. That was, that was specifically off the podcast record, I believe. You're right. You're right. My, my, I will, I will edit that out. Mr. President, we have a very strong website that is up and running it's uh, mpgapod.com Mr. President we have a new YouTube page up and we have these awesome shirts for sale on there that you designed and every episode to the podcast is up there you should check that out and also check out the Patreon patreon.com mpga um, there are bonus episodes special guests um, live episodes pick the level that is good for you patreon.com slash mpga GA. Um, Mr. President, New York City schools are opening up and already there's COVID cases without the children in the schools, just teachers. And the DOE is allegedly hiding numbers of the cases. Some people say there's 20. Some people say there's 50. Some people say there's over 100. What do you have to say about this? In which city? It's in New York City, the city where you're from. Well, I think that you've got Bill DeBozo and Angry Andrew sort of fighting each other. I think what we should do is we should do all in-class learning. And I'll tell you two reasons why. When the teachers want to fuck the students. <laughs> yes. How are they supposed to do that with distance fucking? Well, I think that's that called only fans. That's not called learning. We need great education. We don't, we don't need only fan schools. We need high schools. Okay. Okay. And the teachers need to go in there and, you know, if they, you know, fuck the students and teach the students, some of them can even teach, you know, that's allowed to. And then also I've said this repeatedly. What about the school shooters? Right, I understand that. So you think if the school shooters come back and teachers start fucking their students again, that COVID will disappear. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because <laughs> that makes sense. Let me ask you a question. If you're co Let's say you're a guy walking through and your name's COVID. My name's COVID, yes. Hello, sir. I'm COVID. I have coronavirus. I'm a very nasty, vicious person. I'm COVID. And you walk into a school and you got trench coat kids over there with guns and you got you know, mentally fucked up 29-year-olds blowing 14-year-olds, you're leaving that school. 
COVID's going to go look for a hospital or a restaurant. It's going to say, I can't be around the, look at the school. Look at what's happening in these schools. <laughs> these trashy teachers that should probably just be on TikTok. They're jerking off students, 13 years old, 14 years old. It's like, an, it's like, it's like if Epstein, you know, was a woman and running a school. And then on the other side, you got all the trench coat kids carrying their great second, you know, showing off their great second amendment. Of course. If I'm COVID, I don't want to go to that school. So, Are you scared of that? Is COVID scared or COVID needs to be the number, like the main attention? So that's no, why. I think COVID, I think COVID is, you know, scared of our second amendment, our freedom and our second amendment. And also, you know, you can, if you're COVID, you, you know, you want to be the main, you want to be the virus that scares people. But, you know, when you're, when your eighth grade teacher is, you know, using spermicidal gel <laughs> before a tutoring, <laughs> for session. tutoring session. <laughs> what COVID doesn't even know, what's COVID going to do? I think you made a good point, Mr. President, about Second Amendment rights. And I do think that people who are strong Second Amendment rights carriers, we should shoot COVID. I think we can kill COVID. Let me tell you something. We are going to have such a, we are going to, I think we should nuke COVID. <laughs> that's, that's a little extreme, but it might work. No, no. Imagine this. Imagine this. We go to mostly Democrat cities, but we might have to do a Republican city as well. Maybe somewhere in Florida. Okay. Rest in peace, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine remember what happened with with the japanese yeah i do remember yes okay I, every time i see shinzo i taunt him with that <laughs> but we dropped a couple bombs and the war was over if we bomb six eight fourteen american cities with some of our new nuclear weapons there's going to be no COVID left. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Bye-bye, COVID. <laughs> That's a great idea, Mr. President. Maybe after, you know, you win the next term, after inauguration, that's the first thing you do as president by just killing COVID. We're going to kill COVID so bad, you had to spin. <laughs> Possibly Mr. off your body because of the fallout. Possibly. Mr. President, we have two more things to talk about. Bob Woodward's book is coming out tomorrow. Full of lies. He's a total failed journalist. There's one thing I want to talk to you about, and we're just talking about COVID and killing COVID. Um, he has a recording of that you and him. It could be like a Bill O'Reilly book, Killing COVID. He always has these books like Killing Kennedy, Killing Lincoln, Killing COVID. I just gave Bill O'Reilly his next book. Sure, he'd be very happy. Now, Mr. President, on February 7th, you had a recorded conversation with Bob Woodward and you downplayed COVID. You downplayed the virus. It was comparing it to the flu. And the no, flu no. Is at a 1%. Big Game Mike Pence is on the downplay. No. 
No. <laughs> we're, not, we're talking about COVID. We're talking about Corona. It was a kill rate of 5% versus the regular flu at 1%. You knew how deadly it was. You downplayed it. You didn't take any precautions. Didn't really act until it got out of control. What do you have to say about that? All true. That's it. You no, killed. What you, just, what you just said is totally true. You killed so many Americans, though. No, no, COVID killed them. And that's why we're going to nuke COVID. <laughs> uh, no, COVID killed them. COVID's a vicious Chinese nasty thing. And I wanted people to be positive. You know me. I'm the most positive president I think we've ever had. I don't like fear. I don't use fear. I want people to be happy and positive unless there's a caravan of raping immigrants coming or, you know, you people, fear. You, you people invading. Take- well, if people are invading your home to steal your Second Amendment rights and rape your daughters, I think they should know about that. You threaten Democratic states that wouldn't do what you wanted to do for COVID. You wouldn't give them funding. What do you mean you lead in a positive way? I lead in a very, I want people to be very positive and have optim, it's called optimism. Okay. Mm-hmm. Optimism prime. That's remember him from the, from the transgenders. It's the transformers. More between your thighs. You remember that? The, the, the trans, remember the trans cartoon? They were transformers and they were vehicles that turned into robots. They were not trans people. Well, agree to disagree. Okay. So you were saying, Mr. President, you said all these things. Optimism. It's about, you know, I, there's, I have been so positive. It's unbelievable. Like when COVID was happening, I said, don't worry about it. Now, other things, when, you know, homeless women were crossing the border, I said there were caravans of rapists and murderers. You know, but that's optimistic. It's sort of giving them more credit. <laughs> you know, the in opposite. other words... No, no. In other words, oh, you're not just a homeless woman. I consider you a vicious terrorist. Uh, that's like an upgrade. So you that's think sort that's, of I optimistic. A, I see it's a, it's a downgrade. No, because I respect strength and power. Even if they're bad. There's no bad. It's, it's, it's great if you can be more. If you have more power, it's a good thing. So by telling, you know, so it's, I've been otherwise, and so, of course, when I said that Cory Booker is going to go to the suburbs and make homeless black men live next to white women and murder their families, that was, you know, that's optimistic. It's called optimism. Optimism prime. So, so power is positive, right? That's what you're telling me. Transgender. So how positive was Hitler? More between the thighs. <laughs> I like the and new it, soundtrack. Well, I think Transformers. Be, I think you know the libs would love that, wouldn't they? Love it if you had a, a cartoon about tr- trans robots with you know breasts and penises. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm you know they gave Obama a Netflix deal. They gave Obama a Netflix deal for nothing, for nothing. He did nothing, and wins an Oscar for the most boring movie ever made. And I think I have much better ideas. Well, that's very interesting uh, way of looking at. What it's actually pronounced about. interesting. Very interesting <laughs> way of looking at it. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about, you retweeted 
uh, a Joe Rogan tweet last week. Joe Rogan said that uh, voting for Joe Biden is like trying to get yourself through a forest using a a dim flashlight that's running out of batteries. Uh, Maybe not direct quote, but that's what he said. Um, And you retweeted that. Someone on his podcast suggested that Joe Rogan uh, mediate the debate uh, between you and Biden, four-hour podcast, no commercials. And you retweeted that as well and agreed to it. Are you a Brogan? I wouldn't say I'm a Brogan. I'd say I'm a Donald Trump. (laughs) And I think that... Joe Rogan's doing some strong things. I think he's a man's man. You know, he lifts weights. He does MMA. He's a, sh- a comedian. He's a, a, you know, sort of a leader of, of sort of a, you know, a type of person who I think is maybe open to supporting Trump. And I would be happy to go on his podcast. And I know Don Jr. is a big fan of, of bro Rogan. <laughs> and you know, I think it would be strong. I don't think Joe, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, can't handle that environment. But I could, of course, handle it. Four hours would be nothing. You would do this four-hour debate. If Joe Rogan just wanted to have you on his podcast without a guest, out debate, you would, you would still just go on and be a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast? He does go out to millions of people. You know, I don't really need his podcast i have obviously more followers than him and you know i have my own platform it's called the white house but if i would let him moderate a debate between me and sleepy joe i would trust him to do that so you let him be the moderator but you wouldn't come on his uh podcast as a guest i won't say no for sure but i'm Mm -hmm. more inclined to do the debate format you know, I'm very busy. Okay, there's golf. Uh, we're gonna nuke COVID. There's the transformer robots. There's a there's a whole lot of there's a lot of things we're dealing with right now. <laughs> you have a lot on your plate right now. That's that's a lot of things, Mr. President. Plus plus fish fillet sandwiches and fries with a diet coke. It is true. Now, Mr. President, we have a lot of things coming up this month. We have this coming weekend, we are taping a bonus episode for the Patreon Patriots. It'll uh, go up on Friday. Go up on Friday morning. And that is... uh, Rosh Hashanah. That's right. Rosh Hashanah bonus episode for all the Patreon Patriots. My favorite Shoshanah is the teen with the big tits that Seinfeld (laughs) used to plow. Number one Shoshanah. We may we may take your top five Shoshanas maybe during the podcast. So uh, save the other four. Also on the twenty fourth, we will be doing uh, the Perfect Ten live episode. So that's on the twenty fourth. Uh, time to be announced, most likely uh, eight or nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we are, we are do, also we're doing, doing that on the twenty fourth. Are we doing a live debate? We're doing the debate on the 29th. It's twenty fourth, oh, so and then a bonus twenty ninth. Uh, uh, debate show. I don't know if we're doing that live. If you want to do that live, maybe we'll stream it to YouTube. I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. Fi- well, person. we'll see. Well, you probably won't be here, but whatever tech stuff person we get, we'll, we'll do strongly. So put away the 24th and the 29th, guys. We're going to probably go live on both of those. Rotten Oranges. They already got their reviews for the month. Rotten Oranges. Bill and Ted say Face the Music and Project Power. That's right. So, very strong reviews for the Ivanka level and up. So that's on patreon.com slash MPGA. Follow us at Trump Pod on social media. 
at JL Coven, at JNOG, and uh, anyone in New York. I am taping a special October 3rd at the Bel Air Diner in Astoria. It's outdoors in a parking lot. You can drive up in your car. You can sit outside. It's weird. It's crazy. It's October 3rd, 7.30 p.m., belairdiner.myc. Let's see some of the piggies out here represent for the taping um, October 3rd, and that is a Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Well, I got to say, this was one of our strongest episodes of the, of the week. And hey, everybody, it's JL. I uh, hope you enjoyed that episode. As far as May announcements, obviously, if you can give us, we'd love. We saw some new reviews on Stitcher. So whatever platform you listen to, if there's a way to review us, please do so. We'd love to get up to like 2,000 ratings on iTunes. We're over 1,300. Even if you don't listen there, you know, you can leave a review there if you have an iPhone or access to iTunes. But basically, this is all the free shit you can do for us. Just leave a review wherever you listen. If you're a Stitcher person, give us a five-star review there. If you're an iTunes, Apple person, give us a review there. Uh, Spotify, I don't know what they have, but if they have something, do something. I don't know that they do. But uh, beyond that, all I can ask for myself is... uh, if anybody needs a birthday message or anything like that, I am on Cameo, cameo.com slash J-L-C-A-U-V-I-N. I'm very popular there. So get, get those orders in for the high holidays or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, just subscribe to my two YouTube channels. You know, that's, that's just more free content, uh, but it helps if you subscribe. So youtube.com slash J-L-C-A-U-V-I-N and youtube.com slash Trump the Internet. Spoiler for the listeners of this show, I plan on doing a Trump Kings of Comedy sketch from my apartment, which will be me as Trump, Pence, Bill Barr, uh, Mitch McConnell, and Don Jr. doing a (laughs) promo for a MAGA comedy tour to air on Netflix. It's insane. It's going to be really funny. So please subscribe to those two channels. It costs you nothing to do that. As long as you have a Google account, you can do it. So sorry for the long announcement, but figured I'd plug a couple things. Um, Other than that, thanks for listening. Tell a friend about the show and God help us all.